In an act that shows Miranda does not, in fact, have a black heart, Jean and Gortney Shepard run away with her to save her sister, Oriana. A lot of emotion in that mission. Later, the captains of the Normandy talk to Liara about her boy problems and all that and decide to make the most of the night by hunting down the Shadow Broker. After the mission, Liara tells Gortney that she could still really like her and that, if Shepard wants, Liara won't just come to the Normandy to dance, if you know what I mean. and welcome to Asynchronous, a video game catch-up show. My name is AJ. My name is Kim. And it is episode five of season four. We're playing Mass Effect 2, Miranda's loyalty mission called The Prodigal and The Lair of the Shadow Broker as the other one. If you haven't played those, don't listen to this episode. Unless you don't care about spoilers. Unless you don't care, (laughs) in which case you can listen to the episode, I guess. Uh, Hey, how's it going, Kim? Uh, Pretty good. It's been a good day. I got a new tattoo. Mm. Hell yeah. Uh, I and then I got some uh, ice cream and wine to celebrate. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It is uh, one billion degrees in L.A. today. So (laughs) I apologize if my sound is wonky. I'm recording. uh, My usual recording setup is on the top floor of my house. And uh, it's it's awful up there right now. (laughs) So I brought it down to the living room, which is a much bigger space. So, Yeah. yeah. Sorry if it sounds weird. And sorry to you, AHA, for all the weird things you're probably gonna have to do when you i promise it's pro- it's gonna sound fine except for whatever ringo chewing sounds oh, get yeah. picked up but that's just typical you know that's fine yeah he he's, uh, he's always chewing in the background of yeah. our show speaking of speaking of food i got really good wings today Ooh. uh there's a place if you're ever in philadelphia mm-hmm. go to fuji mountain it's a it's a sushi place but they have incredibly good wings that sounds so good already yeah they're like garlic soy they are like the stickiest crunchiest wings i've ever had in my life they are so good you're eating good this weekend yeah well the the the, that's a hack uh (laughs) my partner has a friend in town so we're doing food stuff so hack i guess have friends um and go out to eat (laughs) life hack (laughs) life hack have friends go out to eat speaking of life hacks no it's nothing no kim you got some bullshit today? I do. AJ, do you... I asked you a question uh, about 15 minutes before we signed on to record. Do you mm. want to read that question to oh. the audience? Yes, absolutely. The question was, hey, how big of a Carly Rae Jepsen fan are you? That's right. Uh, to which I said, oh, geez, I mean, I think really big. Uh, I'm nervous now. And Kim told me not to be. Yeah. The reason why <laughs> I asked is because... Today we're going to be talking about the Mass Effect squad mates, including last game squad mates, okay. some last game squad mates. Actually, there's one that's not here. Um, okay. Listen, there's 15. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, Mass Effect squad mates as songs from Carly Rae Jepsen's Emotion, the deluxe edition. Perfect. I think we can all agree the best album of all time and nobody can really debate that. Unskippable album. Unsk- literally... I mean, not every song. I do skip like one or two, but like these are all boss. Um, I know. Yeah. Listen, L.A. Hallucinations. Are you kidding me? Uh, uh, actually, <laughs> a good song. OK, OK. Get, uh, 
I never mind. I'm not going to go into it. We can't, we can't get this deep in this early on in the episode. Let's. Uh, so yeah, that's 15 songs. So I did have to pad it out with some uh, former squad mates sure. um, and some other some other people. Um, okay. uh, just like other a few other folks on the Normandy. Um, okay. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go in track list order. Yes. Uh, and first up is a single and a banger. Run mm-hmm. away with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is Kasumi Goto. Now, oh, wow. Yeah. I the, I should have given this uh, disclaimer earlier. The thing about Carly Rae Jepsen is that all of her songs are love songs. Every song is a love song. Uh, sometimes the love is good. Sometimes the love is bad. But they're all about love in some way. So yeah. uh, I'm not doing this based on general themes because otherwise it, it's all the same yeah. for the most part. But um, instead, it's we're taking a, a closer look at the lyrics to really mm. nail this down. And with Kasumi, though, run away with me. She's a thief. She got to run away a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, some <laughs> I, I mean, the the lyrics that I pulled out for for Kasumi are I'd run away. I'd run away with you. Yeah, that's it. I, I think that's great. I mean, oh, man. She's certainly I mean, she's obviously a, a, a spy and a thief and mm-hmm. stuff, but we do have that unignorable sax solo uh yeah. or just saxophone in this song in general mm-hmm. but so i think true. she does she still embodies that kind of like she commands a room when she wants to true yeah you know the energy is very strong uh as strong as that saxophone i would say i will also say the music video for this was filmed in tokyo that's just a coincidence oh yeah but, yeah, yeah yeah i forgot about that okay next up the title track emotion mm-hmm. uh I'm giving this one to Grunt. And let me read you some lyrics um, that I think uh, really spoke to me when I was uh, assigning this song. In your head and I won't stop until you forget me, get me not. In your fantasy, dream about me and all that we could do with this emotion. Yeah, that emotion is uh, anger. And <laughs> <laughs> this 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 really reminded me of Grunt's time in the in the pod. You know, he's getting all of these these dreams, these visions yeah. of things yeah. that Okir wanted him to see. It's true. And he's 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 dreaming about them and about uh, killing Turians. Yeah, he's dreaming about them and killing Turians. <laughs> uh it's just it's just factual mm-hmm. okay even the very the very beginning lyrics do you have the lyrics pulled up in front of you um or did you I, just grab I can the... i can pull them up very quickly yeah because i think just even even reading the the mm-hmm. immediate intro lyrics i think are very grunt and okir's relationship yeah be tormented by me babe wonder wonder how i do how's the weather am i better better now that there's no you yeah yeah he is he is is better he is better (laughs) uh yeah really good really good yeah and i think like uh, on uh, more 
not serious note because none of this is serious but like <laughs> legitimately like a lot of like grunt's thing is like learning to do he's basically like a teenager learning to like how to apply his yeah. youthful energy and how um, to have emotion yeah i think it's it fits perfectly how to care you know this song is basically written for him yeah, exactly uh-huh so we have now uh track three i really like you yeah i'm giving this one to liara because right at the jump of mass effect yeah. one she is so into shepherd uh some choice lyrics it's way too soon i know this isn't love but i need to tell you something i really 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 like you and i <laughs> want you do you want me do you want me to but i need to tell you something Hearing hearing those lyrics read out is honestly kind of unsettling. It's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. Um, No, I think that's absolutely right. I did almost give this one to Caden and Ash, but um, there's Mm, another song that I think fits better for them. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm trying to guess beforehand but i won't also i would say the the immediate lyrics of uh really like you i really want to stop but i just got a taste for it you know she just got mm-hmm. a taste for shepherd yeah <laughs> you know can't can't stop uh, yeah and actually uh not to not to foreshadow too much but but in the lair of the shadow broker like intro thing mm-hmm. there was a whole bit that i assume you didn't get because you didn't romance liara so there was a little bit of her saying like you know all of my thoughts revolved around you and stuff like that yeah obviously not Next up, track four, Give Me Love. So you and I have all of the dossiers now. Have you taken a look at our last dossier? I have, Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact. It's Tali. It's Tali. So we ran into Tali earlier in the game, and she she slipped away from us. But now we're going back for our girl. So let me read you these lyrics. Worlds fly by, drove by your place, and stopped again tonight. I know I said that I'm too scared to try, but I still think about you think about you and then later in the song i should have asked you to stay begged you to stay holly in this game That's we really should we want her back yeah you let her get away yeah. once not again yeah when i get right next to you i hear this heartbeat break in two mm. you know mm-hmm. when i met tolly and she was like i'm not coming with you i was heartbroken heartbroken i was devastated me too yeah yeah Oof. god this is kim this is so i'm having a great time i i thought that see this is why i asked because i was like if you don't know these songs it's gonna be like yeah sure those lyrics sound like something so yeah i wanted to make sure that you and i guess that's also how you're gonna feel if you um haven't listened to these songs and you listen to the show but listen this is my time um (laughs) if you don't know these songs that sounds like a you problem and you need to go fix it there will be a link to a youtube playlist to carly (laughs) jepson's emotion (laughs) deluxe expanded edition to on uh if you want to listen to it and you should also carly if you want to like cut us in on the royalties from this one that would be great yeah um, she's definitely not thinking about anything else right now uh with the new album not. coming out in a month new album we're also not marketing for that but we could be mm-hmm. okay sponsor us um track five all that 
This is Miranda. Really? Yeah. I'll be the magic you won't ever see. You can always rely on me to help you do what you want to do. I want to be the best you've ever known. Just let me in your arms. This song is so tender. It is. For Miranda. It is. But I think, I I feel like you see, and maybe this is also foreshadowing, but I think in her loyalty mission, you foresee the like, or you see the, um, the tender side of Miranda where she's like, like, I know I can trust this person. And, and (laughs) again, not to foreshadow too much, but she gets betrayed in this mission by someone who was like her oldest friend. Mm -hmm. And she is like fully in denial about it up until Mm -hmm. the point where it's like in her face, completely undeniable. Yeah. And so you do see that vulnerability. It's there. It's just, you know, it's hidden the magic you won't ever see, but you know Mm -hmm. what? She will be the best you've ever known because she was uh, genetically engineered that way. (laughs) Just let me in your arms. Let me in your arms. I, 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 not to just keep pulling from lyrics, but sure, um, no, you know, Shepard wakes up after two years of being fully dead, mm-hmm. uh, and Miranda is kind of the one that that shows them the light, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, I'll be your lighthouse when you're lost at sea. I'll keep my light on, baby. You can always come to me. Mm-hmm. You know. So without yeah. Miranda, we're kind of. I mean, we're still dead. I guess. Yeah, is the, it's true. <laughs> so that's what oh, she was. Man. Yeah. I unfortunately want to stop recording and just listen to this album. Uh, I know. I know. I, I've been like bopping to it for the last like 45 yeah. minutes. Now, this next one I'm very curious about. <laughs> yeah. So uh, track six, Boy Problems. Um, I'm going to, uh, you know, what? I'll read the lyrics first and I'll tell you who I think it is. Sure. If you're going to go, then go. She said to me on the phone. So tired of hearing all your boy problems. If you're going to stay, then stay. He's not going to change anyway. So tired of hearing all your boy problems. Um, this is Zaid and it's about Vito. <laughs> it's like at the end of the day, like both Jin and Courtney were like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for your wow. boy problems. Just get over yeah. it. Yeah. And and even the 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 chorus of this song, Boy Problems, Who's Got Him? I've got him too. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's admitting the fact that, like, look, I know I'm like this, but you need to stop being like this right now. <laughs> well, I think uh, also I it's just it. like we have a whole mission here. We have a million things we need to do. I'm not going to stop and drop everything so that you can kill this one guy. Yeah. I don't really care. I've got worse problems. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's extremely good. Yeah. Well, I I, thank you. And I I think it's undeniable. That song bangs, dude. It's so good. Next up, track seven, making the most of the night. This is Thane. He's he said it himself. Yeah. Uh, at the end of his recruitment mission, he's trying to make the best of a bad situation, make the world a little bit brighter before he dies. Yeah. 
the song, I know you've had a rough time, but here I come to hijack you, hijack you. I'll love you while making the most of the night. This song is yeah. It's a good song. Uh, <laughs> They're all so I'm, good. I, I'm I'm listening to these while you're you're like mm-hmm. describing and just getting completely lost in the fiction of seeing a Thane, Thane in this in a music video of this song, yeah. like riding a motorcycle or mm-hmm. some shit, like through yeah. like downtown LA with uh, all the lights are out for some reason and Thane's just there on a motorcycle. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of neon. <laughs> I now I um, see it. Whatever you said, I agree with. I was totally lost in that vision. So. <laughs> Listen, that speaks volumes in itself. Yeah. Track number eight, Your Type. This one uh, is Jacob. We've talked about Jacob's romance and how it ends. I bet she acts so perfectly. You probably eat up every word she says. And if you ever think of me, I bet I'm just a flicker in your head. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, this fully tracks. Man, she's so good at writing love songs. She's so fucking good. <laughs> like, I, and she just like cranks them out. Every album is like, like really long. And then there's yeah. a whole bonus album that's equally as long as the first album. Yeah. I, like, it's just incredible. The song on this album with the least Spotify streams, uh, besides the two bonus tracks, mm-hmm. I don't really count those because they're bonus tracks. Yeah. Um, is has six almost seven million streams which song is it that's blackheart okay that makes Uh, sense to me yeah the one that has the most streams um believe it or not is i really like you with 416 million streams i believe that i I feel like that was like a more popular single than run away with me and the other ones even though i would argue the weakest single off the album I would certainly, yeah, I would definitely agree. I would for a while. I mean, obviously, we kind of think we all kind of had this veneer over our over our eyes mm-hmm. of like, oh, it's the call me maybe girl. Right. There's no way she can make good Absolutely. music. And then for yeah. the single to be the single to have the lyrics, I really, 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 really mm-hmm. like you. Is like okay, sure, but also a banger of a song. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't don't come at me, but definitely not the strongest track on the album. I, mm-hmm. I would say. Anyway. Yeah, that's fully tracks for for what you you told me how <laughs> how Jacob's romance goes. Yeah, um, good stuff. Track nine, let's get yeah. lost. This is a personal favorite of mine. Um, <laughs> I I struggled in the in spite of the fact that it is one of my favorites. I struggled to assign it to someone. Uh, ultimately, I went with Joker because it talks about driving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> baby, let's go get lost. I like that you're driving slow, mm. keeping my fingers crossed that maybe you'll take the long way home. I would also say that this is kind of Joker's relationship with Edie. The first lyrics, I was never mm-hmm. one to want to put my trust in someone else completely. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was always That's one to want to up and run when someone said they needed me. Mm-hmm. But you. But you, you could be, be the one. one.
Yeah, I'm sorry. I just keep getting lost in the songs. I just this is a, that is like legitimately one of my favorite songs. I'm I am so hype about Let's Get Lost. Um, yeah, it's really good. At one point or another, every single song on this album has been my favorite song. On the album. Right. They yeah. just constantly rotate. And I'm like, man, I can't believe this is how this album ends. What a great mm-hmm. ending. And there's still nine more songs. I'm yeah. like, fuck. I've been having this thing over the past few months, um, like since I moved into my new place where like I'll just like put my Apple Music on shuffle to just like get some work done around the house and your type will come on for some reason. It's like a very popular uh, appearance of my shuffle. Sure. And I am just always so hyped to hear that song, <laughs> notwithstanding that it's uh, associated now with Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's nothing wrong with Jacob, you know? He's just... Yeah. <laughs> He just Isn't has, that the problem, he, though? <laughs> he just moved on, you know? I I yeah. Know. <laughs> um, okay. Track 10, L.A. Hallucinations. This is Jack. And uh, this song is like, it's largely about money, but I think it can also be more broadly uh, about vice. So oh. uh, lyrics, planes I'm hopping, cards I'm dropping. No shop can fill me up. There's a little black hole in my golden cup. So you pour and I'll say stop. Yeah, I was actually I, I actually thought this song uh, or, or, or read this song as like just being about love. Like really? I'm never able to get enough love. Like there's a little black hole in my golden cup. That's uh, yeah. So you pour and I'll say stop. That's a uh, yeah. I mean, that is a perfectly valid. Uh, inter- I think it's just like the feeling of wanting more in general. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jack certainly wants stuff. Yeah, she's like, oh, she's in sure. it for the thrill. Yeah, the thrill and revenge mm-hmm. and closure, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. I don't know. It's loose. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> uh, now, track number 11, Warm Blood. Yeah. This one is Samara. Let's take a look at the first few lyrics. I've got a cavern of secrets. <laughs> None of them are for you. Even if you wanted to keep them, where would you find the room? Uh, this made me think about the conversation with Samara that we talked about last week, where she she's like, I do not care to know the details of all of the, the missions that I'm on, including this mm-hmm. one, because that just makes things messy and complicated. And, you know, you and I talked about how, like, yeah, she's had a th- she's a thousand year lifespan to think right. about, like, all of the things that she's done according to her code and whether mm-hmm. they were actually the right thing to do um Mm -hmm. and she also complimented the fact that miranda keeps all of her problems sort of like hidden you're just like bobbing to the music i am bobbing it's (laughs) a good time no yeah she but i that that line about miranda like she says it she ends that thought with like as a woman should or something yeah as she like she doesn't let her her problems leak out into the real world as a woman should which is like Mm -hmm. a weird sentiment but i think it, it wasn't it wasn't as a woman should it was just like as she should um oh, so i think it's just a feeling okay, that enough. like everybody should like keep their business to themselves. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> okay um, yeah that's fair enough but yeah that's that's sort of uh why those lyrics reminded me of samara yeah uh, next up, track 12, When I Needed You, this is Caden and Ash. <laughs> what if we could go back 
We could take the world back or we could take the words back. You could take my love back and brush my hair behind my ear. I don't know what you wanted. I tried to be so perfect. I thought that it was worth it. Let myself just disappear. Yeah. And the the chorus is like, you weren't there for me when I needed you. Yeah. Well, the chorus, sometimes I wish that I could change, but not for me, for you. So we could be together forever. But I know, I know that I won't change for you when I needed someone, when I needed you. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Once I once upon a time, I thought you were the hero. I waited Ooh. for you all night. I closed my eyes and slept for years. Holy shit. <laughs> there you go. There this you go. This one fits really well, actually. Yeah, this really works. This really works really well. And it's also a banger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Kate and Ash, for destroying your hearts. Sorry. Track number 13, Blackheart. Least love track of the album, apparently. Uh, I have to say, I agree. Uh, uh, this one's Morden. <laughs> In your black heart is where you'll find me, cutting through the cracks of the concrete. It's just the black heart part because of the genophage. (laughs) Yeah, I'll give it to you because the beat of this song is also like very like beepy boopy kind of scientific. Mm -hmm. You know, this is this is a song that Morden made in his his spare time in the uh, in the lab. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The next (laughs) next one, track number fourteen. Uh huh. I apologize. This one isn't going to make that much sense to you. Okay. But this is I didn't just come here to dance. Mm-hmm. And that's Kelly Chambers. Kelly Chambers. Okay. And if you know, you know. And if you don't, romance Kelly Chambers or just look up her romance on the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I will not be elaborating. Uh, oh, uh, I yeah. <laughs> lyrics. I didn't just come here to dance. If you know what I mean. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um, I didn't just come here to dance If you know what I mean Do you know what I mean? If you just give me a chance You'd see what I see Do you see what I see? I'll send you, unless you want to do the Kelly Chambers. uh, I don't think I'm going to do it. I imagine it's something like you just invite her up to your room to like, a chat or whatever and she's yeah. like hee hee he, we're gonna kiss now yes and she uh dances for you in spoilers one of the stripper outfits oh my god that you see on yeah on strippers and throughout uh, wow uh throughout the mass effect universe because apparently there's like a a uniform for all strippers <laughs> like a, sure they like standardized it the citadel passed yeah. the law or something i don't know <laughs> just very in style uh yeah. finally <laughs> from that low to this high Mm -hmm. uh track 15 favorite color another one Mm -hmm. of my favorites 
which is, of course, for another one of my favorites, Garrus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I'm close to you, we blend into my favorite color. I'm bright baby blue falling into you, falling for each other. Garrus has blue uh clan painting on his face uh i think it's like a turians like paint their faces to like designate like their clan membership and also turians blood is blue so that is true very fitting for garris Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, his blood is blue. It's blue. It sure is blue. Uh, and I mean, you have strong feelings for Garrett, so, <laughs> so I get that also tracks. I got to tell you, the first time I heard this song, I think, mm-hmm. was on Vine. Um, wow. <laughs> Griffin McElroy made a Vine. Oh yeah, he was messing. I remember that he was messing around in some sort of a VR thing where you can like mess with shapes and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and he did it to this song, and it was like mesmerizing. Yeah. It's a good vine. Yeah, it's a very good vine. Uh, this song rules, and it's a great way to end the album. Yeah, man. good album. Great stuff. I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame anyone if they stopped listening to this podcast so they could go listen to uh, Emotion Deluxe Edition oh, yeah. all the way through. Uh, I, I would suggest it as a matter of fact. Yeah, actually, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> and think about Mass Effect while you do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, insert all the the our fan casts of mm-hmm. the music videos into, <laughs> into the music video that plays in your head when you listen to these songs. Absolutely incredible. Kim, this was truly a gift. Uh, I have to tell you. Thank you um, for joining me on this journey. Oh yeah. Thank you for, thank you for running away with me. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> did, I don't know. I really, <laughs> I really was trying to find another one and I, for some reason, couldn't find another title that would, uh, that was applicable to anything. Hey, let's get lost and move on yeah. to, <laughs> Uh, the uh, loyalty mission for Miranda. Yay. Entitled The Prodigal. All right. So The Prodigal, mm-hmm. Miranda's loyalty mission. Great name, first of all. Yeah. Just a little a little reminder of the, the seed that we got planted. Miranda tells you that... Uh, you know, she ran away from her father and then she tells you that actually I have a sister um, who I rescued from my father or, you know, also escaped um, and she is hidden away on Ilium. She has a family, uh, but it seems that her name is Ariana with an O, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it seems that uh, my father has found her and has sent Eclipse mercenaries to go take her, basically. So Miranda has kind of like stealthily tried to arrange for her to get off the planet Mm -hmm. but we have to go to the planet to actually make sure that nothing goes wrong uh and so the best way to do that is to head to ilium and talk to lantea uh on ilium uh who is just one of miranda's contacts so when you arrive and you talk to lantea she tells uh miranda that her father has caught wind uh and her friend or i guess mutual friend maybe one of miranda's like oldest friends yeah said that like you know her father knows that oriana's here um i will take her off the planet 
and and everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he says um, the Eclipse Mercs are specifically looking for Miranda. Yes, so Niket says, I'll take her. So, you know, they're they won't be suspicious. They won't realize that this is her. Yeah. yeah. So we still are like under the assumption that like, OK, we're going to go in and pretend like we mm-hmm. are going to rescue Oriana just to give Niket time to get her off the planet. So we do that. Uh, but also, this is where uh, Miranda tells you that Ariana is not, as a matter of fact, her actual real twin. Mm-hmm. She is just a genetic twin. Right. Uh, as in she is made up of the same genes that Miranda is made up of. But she is, I believe, just turned 19. Yes. Um, I don't know how old Miranda is. Yeah. 30s. Question mark. I don't know. I think, um, yeah, it's implied that she escaped when she was a teenager. Yes. She says, um, you know, when I was a teenager, my father grew uh, Oriana yeah. uh, to she says to replace me, mm-hmm. which I think is so like, is it like Miranda was already a disappointment at that time? Or I guess maybe she had already escaped. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. So, yeah, it's I, I don't think I ever realized how young Miranda was when she when she left. Yeah, me neither. It seemed like it was a thing that, you know, she escaped when she was like an adult. Yeah, whatever. like a but, young adult. Yeah, but teen, I don't know, it's like 14, 15 to me, right? Which is like pretty, pretty risky, I think. <sighs> yeah. Probably. I mean, unless you're the perfect biotic human, then I mean, maybe it's her, not. If she was if she was like 18, that would mean that right. she's pushing 40 right now, which I don't think the character is. Um I mean, perfect genes, you know? Yeah, with perfect genes, maybe she just looks especially young. She just looks great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so that is is kind of a a reveal there, uh, and we don't address it yet. So we arrive wherever we're heading. I don't remember exactly. It's there, there's this this whole mission is just like throwing around like place names within Ilium. Yeah. So like we arrive at Ilium City B. Like we arrive yeah. somewhere else, and we pull up like right after or like right as the Eclipse Mercs kind of like land there with their gunship and they drop off a whole bunch mm-hmm. of guys. Um, and the whole thing is like they or we we are under the assumption that. Um, the Mercs have been told not to kill Miranda. Right. For some reason. I'm not sure. I don't remember. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's, she says like, they want to take me alive. So yeah. So I mean, we maybe, pull up. maybe they want to take her back to her father too. I guess that would be. The, yeah, probably. The reason. Probably. So we pull up, they start shooting at the thing and then the, the, uh, like head Merc is like, no, wait, stop. And so we like do a sick peel out in our, in our hover, in our hover car, which I'm a huge fan of this hover car. I'm a big fan. It's in like mm-hmm. every mission. It's so good. <laughs> um, that's just how you roll up. It's amazing. Um, so we get out of the car and we're like, Hey, stop it. Let, <laughs> uh, let Ariana go. Uh, and the guy's like, no, we're not going to do that. Um, you should come with us. Uh, because if you don't, this whole time we've been talking, there is like more to this conversation, but it's kind of just like back and forth of like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, pretty much Um, that. Yeah. Uh, and so he's like the whole time we've been talking, my men have been lining up shots and blah, blah, blah. And you see in the background, there's a couple of snipers and there's also, uh, overhead, like a big oil drum or whatever being, being transported. And so you can, in the middle of his conversation where he's like, you should come quietly, you can, (laughs) you can shoot him in the chest. And then, and or no, I think you push him aside. I think Miranda shoots him, and then you shoot uh, the tank, and it falls on them. Is that what it is? 
maybe it's different for me. Jin oh, snapped this man's neck. Oh no, you're right. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's a it's brutal. <laughs> it's the renegade quick time yeah. uh, choice to snap this man's neck and then shoot the explosives to yeah. to take out some of the mercs and cause a distraction. I will yeah. also say he um this guy He's not like the leader of the Mercs, but he yeah, is yeah, like yeah. the head of this little squad that you've run into, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. And he accuses Miranda of kidnapping mm-hmm. her baby sister. Yeah. So then uh, as you you right before you cut through to the cargo processing yard, which is where you assume they are or know they are, I guess, just just based on the information we got from um, Lantea, Lantea, you kind of have a, a little conversation with Miranda. It's like, OK, wait a minute. <laughs> Tell me, tell me the situation with your sister. Uh, and this is where she's like, yeah, she's she's 19. I, you know, when I ran away, my father started growing a new me. Mm-hmm. And so I rescued her from him and implanted her basically with a family on Ilium. And she's grown up with them her entire life. This is like the only family she knows. She doesn't know anything about like, you know, Miranda at all or anything about her father or anything. Um, so she is just like a kid on Ilium. And so, you know, um, how did how did Jin feel about this? Because because Gortney was like, OK, well, we're going to rescue her. It's not like a big deal. Uh, Yeah, that is. Uh, I think at first he was like, what the hell? You like kidnapped a child. Like, I think I started with <laughs> with um some renegade options, but um then was was largely Paragon, because I think here's the thing. I'm planning on romancing her and I, I uh. role play pretty hard. So I want it to make sense. So I'm like, <laughs> well, Jin's sort of this is seeing this softer side of Miranda is really opening up his heart. Turn. Yeah. <gasps> wow. You can also ask Miranda, like, why do you trust Niket? Are you sure he's not betraying us? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, like I cut ties with everyone when I left my father, except Niket. Mm-hmm. He is like the only friend i have pre-cerberus right he is somebody i I trust implicitly and he helped her get out the first time so she's like he would have no reason to you know yeah to stop um she says she says the line he wouldn't betray me now um Mm -hmm. which is definitely not foreshadowing i know it's there's so (laughs) many moments where you're like so we can trust Niket, right? And she's like, we can totally trust Niket. Absolutely, like, we can trust Niket. He is my ride or die. This is going to be fine. It's like, okay, I see where this is going. If you're sure. Um, so I have the the note. It says he wouldn't betray me now. And then my next note is, LOL, he does in fact betray her now. <laughs> um, because uh, when you, you know, you shoot your way through and you hear like announced or uh, you hear overcomes like the leader uh, Anyala, it is Anyala. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear Anyala, the captain of this eclipse, like outfit or whatever, um, just saying like, "Kill them, <laughs> whatever." Yeah. We have to make sure like Niket gets away with the kid, and we're like, "Oh my god, what?" Yeah. Uh, so then we arrive, and uh, I, we get I do a- say we have like one more conversation with Miranda after we sure. hear that, and she's like, "There's no way, like we must have, <laughs> like they must be trying to confuse us. They yeah. must be like." You know, maybe we misheard like she is completely in denial about yeah. the fact that Niket has has very clearly uh, betrayed her. And the, yeah. I, I picked all the renegade options here. Where I was like, this guy's betraying you. Do you <laughs> see that this guy is betraying you? Yeah, I, I Gortney did the we won't know until we find him, you yeah. know, like didn't really, you know, playing the middle as she as she usually does. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to need you to help me clarify some stuff here. Mm-hmm. Because I was a little bit confused about 
Niket's kind of reasoning. But so we sure. arrive with Niket and Ninyala, and he has in fact arranged uh to to bring uh Oriana back to Miranda's father and uh is like helping them. And so we arrive and we have guns drawn and we're like, why are you doing this? Um and then he basically has this whole thing about like you know, Miranda's like obviously extremely betrayed and he's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, I, I thought I also thought that we trusted each other. But like you didn't tell me anything about Cerberus, apparently, like he hasn't told her this entire part of his, of her life. And that like, you know, you didn't tell me that you kidnapped a kid also right. and, and stuff like that. And so we kind of go back and forth and there's like various stuff that's thrown around. And I think Courtney tries to appeal to like the well, she this is the only family she's ever known. So like mm-hmm. if you're taking a child or if you're taking this 19 year old away from the only family she's ever known to just tell her that none of it was real, like mm-hmm. that is going to destroy her. Um, and part of his reasoning is like, well, I want to do this in the least traumatic way possible, um, which is yeah. like still pretty traumatic. My yeah. Friend. So his his reasoning, I think I took a few notes here. You know, she's kind of like, why would you do this? Like, you you know, you helped me escape. Like, why are you now like putting up roadblocks to me, like getting my sister out of the same situation? And he says, you wanted to leave. That was your choice. But your sister was a baby and you stole her from he says from a life of wealth and happiness. Um, He says you weren't saving her. You were just getting back at your father. Yeah. And she goes, you were the only one I trusted from that life. And he says, he knew you felt that way. That's why he bought me. Yeah. Yeah. So bold. Uh, yeah. And you can be like, so you're just doing this or you're like, how much did he pay you? And he says a lot or something yeah. to that effect. Um, and he's he basically says, like, you know, Miranda, you know, you might have 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 had like a bad dad or whatever but like you've never been poor so you don't know what that's like and Mm -hmm. so like i want her to have a a better life than i did growing up um or whatever which is just like interesting reasoning Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh but sure so then so then niket says like you you kind of begin to convince him like maybe this isn't the best idea um and he explains like well look i your your father doesn't know where like where we are right now. He doesn't know where Ariana is hidden or doesn't know where she will, would be taken to. Is that what it was? Yeah. Like he doesn't know the, the details, I guess of like how this is all going down. Yeah. To which Miranda replies, which means you're the only loose end Mm -hmm. and pulls a gun on him. Uh, Gortney stopped her from shooting him. Jen didn't. Yeah. I assumed assumed not. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, Gortney stops her. Uh, and then like she kind of thinks for a second and it's like, um, you know, Niket, I never want to see you ever again. And mm-hmm. before Miranda can even finish that sentence and Yala shoots him in the head, it's like, good, yeah. we got that figured out. Uh, and so now he is dead and we, she, uh, uh, uh Miranda, like crazy biotic, like lifts mm-hmm. in Yala into the air and like throws her across Eats the, her. the processing bay. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then there's a, f- a fight. Yeah. Um, I will say there and I forget the context for this, but um, at some point in that conversation before, uh, you know, Niket admits that he's the only loose end. And Yala says like shit talks Miranda a little bit and says, Mm. does Cerberus really let you whore around in that outfit? 
Oh my uh, God. What? Did you get that? Maybe that's no. because I, that might be because of some, maybe I took some different uh, well, I have her, dialogue what, what, options. What appearance do you have her in? I had her in her white suit. Her default appearance? Yeah. Because I, I have her in the like armor with like the visor. Um, I don't know if that affects yeah, anything. I, I don't know. Maybe, but probably, probably not. I'm guessing. Mm. I think it might just be like different because there are a few dialogue choices in that, mm. um, in that moment. Jesus. But uh, that was... Even even Jin, absolute piece of shit Jin, doesn't yeah. slut shame. We don't oh, slut yeah. shame here. And so yeah. um, I wrote in my notes, this is the moment Jin became Miranda's friend. <laughs> he's wow. like, I don't listen. You're not my favorite, although you're growing on me. But like, yeah. hell no, am I going to listen to this shit? Yeah. Wow. So, How sweet. Yeah. So uh, shoot a bunch of people, <laughs> killing Yala, um, and then head to, uh, I guess, the like docking bay or wherever uh oriana is departing with her family yeah. yeah and you sort of see them from afar and uh you get the option to encourage miranda to go introduce herself or not what did mm-hmm. you do i told her it was up to her she said she did not want to talk to her and i said if you don't i said i pushed it once she said i'm not mm-hmm. gonna go talk to her i'm just gonna like i'm glad she's safe that's that's all and then i was like are you sure you don't want to say anything um, and she's like, if I come into her life in any way, mm-hmm. that immediately complicates things. Yeah. And I, I don't want that for her. I don't want that for for us, um, like like for Miranda and Oriana. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's best if we just leave. And Courtney said, OK. Yeah, I didn't I didn't even push it once. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a really sad end uh, yeah. to that mission. You like leave and sort of go into an elevator and Miranda's like crying uh, and like right before the elevator doors close, she and Oriana make eye contact. Yeah. And you see Oriana have this kind of like realization of like, yeah, like this person is kind is of, this? she looks exactly like me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, that's heavy. It's really that's, heavy. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So that's, that's the end of the mission. Loyalty got woohoo. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just say this before we hop back to the Normandy officially. Um, when you go to talk to Miranda, she is like, you know, obviously grateful. And it's like, I, d- I think it was the best choice for me not to say anything because like I didn't even have the impulse to ever reach out until she was right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was for the best that we keep this as distance as possible. I know where she is and nobody else needs to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll just make sure she's safe. So that's it's really it's really sweet. It's really heavy. Uh, and it's good characterization from miranda i think yeah um i liked it a lot but now let's go talk to everybody else on the normandy so back on the normandy uh with the rest of the crew Cosme is just like oh i heard that you ran into liara's tasoni i hear i think you guys were kind of an item huh that's pretty fun um that's it um i had this really nice conversation with samara asking about justicar's uh, and when you ask, you know, Samara's like sitting cross-legged looking out at the void. <laughs> and when you ask about Justicar, she like gestures for you to sit down next to her. So this whole conversation is happening. Both of you sitting on the ground um, in this kind of meditative position. And it's very intimate in a way. Um, like, you know, the 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 ways that Samara functions um, just generally seem very, you know, elevated or like disconnected mm-hmm. from humans especially but just from anybody else um and so for her to kind of have this moment of like come sit down and be with me um Mm -hmm. i think is just really a really awesome choice 
uh, uh, to make instead of having her just stand up and doing like the oblivion face zoom in of like, <laughs> let me tell you about Justicars. Yeah. Um, so you sit down next to her um, and just, just basic cliff notes of this of this conversation. Um, she says that most of Sari are actually afraid of Justicars, but so few Justicars exist that most Asari will have never and will never meet one. They are just this kind of like myth that's like, you know, you don't want to fuck with Justicars if they're if they're anywhere near you, like get the fuck away. Then you ask like why are there so few? And she says there's a really high casualty rate just to become a Justicar. Um so the stuff you have to do is like deadly um just to even qualify. And then um she talks uh about, you know, like you ask about the code and all this stuff and she says like, you know, I have to I have to function in this in this way because that is the way the code tells me to function. And that is that is, you know, how I live, how just cars are meant to live their lives. So that's also another part of why people or why a lot of us sorry aren't just cars is because it is so intense. And uh, she says most people see the world in shades of gray, but just see it in black and white. Uh, and she has this really great line. I might seem a hero to many, but I would kill all of them if I had to. <laughs> which is like yeah horrific but also i think a really really great encapsulation of the entire function of justicars like they are meant yeah. to save people but they are also meant to do it at any cost without and not face any uh mm-hmm. you know pushback from anybody and if there is the smallest amount of pushback the <laughs> punishment is death yeah um yeah so uh great conversation there really loved it i'm i'm a huge fan of samara i'm I'm just having a great time having her in the room awesome i'm excited yeah. for you to uh do her loyalty mission yeah yeah that's all I'll okay say. <laughs> all right so i went and talked to thane and you can kind of just ask about like oh what's your history tell me about the drill and the hand arm whatever and he kind of explains what we talked about in the codex last week you know, their planet became so inhospitable. He does say, actually, uh, like definitively, like they didn't even make it to the point where they could where they discovered fusion. Um, so like to put it in context of humanity, they didn't even make it to the 1930s um, before their planet became completely devoid of resources. So it was like pre it was barely industrialization mm-hmm. at that point, um, which is kind of horrifying. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, so, you know, the Hanar rescued a bunch of them and, and he, you can ask about the Hanar and like, how do you guys communicate? Because they communicate differently than you. And he says the Hanar speak yeah. in bioluminescence. So just like different radiating colors and stuff. Uh, and says he, he says some Drell, including himself, have had their eyes modified to see ultraviolet light. And he says, I can't tell the difference between dark red and black, but I can see UV as kind of a silvery color. Mm-hmm. I can see ultraviolet light as kind of a silvery color. That's just so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, that's really like, just like a really, really awesome <laughs> bit he also talks about um like learning the true names of a hanar they have these mm-hmm. soul names that they go by um and he says uh soul names tend to be poetic a hanar known for its cynicism might take a name that means illuminates the folly of the dancers mm-hmm. which is just like extremely poetic flowery language for no reason but i'm here yeah. for it i'm having a great time um <laughs> Then you can ask about like, oh, what's your religion like? Like when you pray for people you kill, like who are you praying to? Who is your God? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, um, it depends. <laughs> it depends what I'm praying for, who I'm praying for, like when I'm doing it. He says, to find my target, I speak with uh, Amankira, Lord of the Hunters. Uh, when I act to defend another, Arashu, goddess of motherhood and protection. Uh, and when I have taken my target, I speak with Kalahira, goddess of oceans and the afterlife. And this is like 
one of my favorite bits of dialogue in mm-hmm. this whole game. Um, Shepard asks, oceans and afterlife don't seem to have much in common. And he says, consider, the ocean is full of life, yet it is not life as you and I know it. To survive there, we must release our hold on land, accept a new way to live. So it is with death. The soul must accept its departure from the body. If it can't, it will be lost. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I am such a, uh, like, I just, I love, like, philosophical, flowery, poetic language like this. Mm-hmm. Book five of the Malazan series takes place, you know, in this, like, old, old, like, society. And the way that everybody talks is, like, everybody's really old so everybody has all these thoughts and they all talk really slowly and really measured and like everything they say is extremely poetic it's like i compared it at the time to like like it's it's almost prose it's like everything everybody says is like borderline prose it's just like so nice and that's my my, almost my favorite book in the series just because of that bit specifically Mm -hmm. uh and so thane is really really scratching that same itch of just like saying these huge thoughts (laughs) um and that's about the only itch he's scratching Hey! Oh, also learned a fun fact that the 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 boob window in his his suit is there Mm -hmm. uh, for function, because if there was cloth, if there was anything obstructing his chest, there's a chance that it could uh, increase the moisture buildup uh, and and exacerbate his Kepler syndrome. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just a fun bit. Um, (laughs) So then you can like talk to him about, you know, when I was looking for an assassin, I thought I was going to find some like badass, but Mm -hmm. you're like this kind of monk. Like, what's the deal with that? And he says, in my experience, the most dangerous people don't want to, don't want you to know that they are, uh, which is also great. Mm-hmm. Um, he says the Hanar trained his body for that role since he was six. And Courtney's like, sorry, six? Like you were a child? And he's like, oh, don't worry. I didn't kill anybody till I was 12. Waka waka. <laughs> um, like, OK. But I mean, and, and then you kind of talk about like this kind of feels a little bit slavery. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, like. He he actually says, like, you insult me by saying that. He's like, it's not... We have... Uh, the, the Hanar and the Drell have this agreement called the Compact. And you're not inclined... Like, you don't have to accept the agreement. You can do whatever you want. But he says most Drell, he's... He, you know, he he knows, will not, uh, like, turn the turn down the, the chance to, I guess, honor the Compact, um, himself included. Uh, but also... If he started training for this when he was six, it seemed like he was a full child when they were like, hey, do you want to serve us forever? Mm-hmm. Um, which is still kind of slavery, but mm, it's kind of gray. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. Um, but anyway, uh, so then he's talking and he quotes someone. And it's just like uh, when, when all the world is overcharged with inhabitants, then the last remedy of all is war, which provideth for every man by victory or death. Uh, and then he says, as Rakana died around them, my people slaughtered each other for mouthfuls of water, crumbs of food. So he's talking about how, you know, desperate the Drell got while the, mm-hmm. uh, before the Hanar were able to save them. And then he like, I don't know, man, <laughs> uh, like goes into a memory or something. Yeah. We get this like crazy close up of his face. He says, uh, laser dot trembles on his skull. One finger twitches. He dies. Then the smell of spice on the spring wind. Sunset colored eyes defiant in the scope. The laser dances away. Um, and then it's like, sorry, <laughs> I got lost in a memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just supposed to be like, oh, OK. Um, <laughs> I think like, uh, it, it, the next time you speak to him, you will mm-hmm. learn more about that. But 
basically as you probably picked up drell have um like photographic memories yeah i think there's a thing in one of their codex entries about like Mm -hmm. they are able to kind of like put themselves back in like happier memories and stuff Mm -hmm. um but that it is like really dangerous uh and so most drell don't really dwell on happy thoughts (laughs) because they could get lost literally lost in their mind but yeah, so then uh, Gortney's like, oh, was that a memory of an assassination? And he just says, let's talk later. Uh, and so that's it. And then my final note there is just, I love this man. I knew you would. Thane is a great character, top to, bo- top to bottom, toe to tip. Um, yeah. Yeah. i pff, big fan. <sighs> um, speaking of other great characters, we go talk to Grunt and he is stressed out. Um, he is like pacing around his room. He's like, Shepard, I need, I don't know what's happening. I feel like I just need to kill. Um, he says, he, he just kind of is like, I feel, I feel, and then slams his head into the glass on mm-hmm. the side of his room and cracks it. Teenagers. He's, yeah. And he's like, I don't even know why I did that. I don't know why I'm feeling this, but I'm feeling this, like this need to kill. And he says he has a blood haze in his head. You get a couple options here, but I, uh, I had asked Edie if she had known anything about this. And she says, um, it's very hard to find anything about the Krogan, like, uh, uh, biology or, or, you know, the science of, you know, anything about the Krogan, like makeup or, or, mm-hmm. uh, behavior because Krogan scientists are so insular with all that information. And grunt while he's still pacing says we were defeated by doctors and labs. Uh, so we're not going to send that information out to be used against us. Uh, which is like, fuck man. Like that's a great, that's a great line. And so then he says, you know, I think, I think if we go to Tuchanka and I'm able to talk to Grogan scientists or just talk to my people, um, we'll be able, I'll be able to figure this out and we can, we can do it, but we should go quick because I feel like I need to kill. Um, you're like, okay, we'll get there as soon as we can. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's basically all the, the big stuff that happened on the Normandy. Um, everybody else is just kind of like, I have a loyalty mission. Don't forget. Um, which is fun. Or doing calibration. Or fucking calibrating. (laughs) Whatever, man. I get it. Uh, so then, Listen, uh, he's the perfect man, except when he's calibrating, you know, except when he's, <laughs> men only want one thing and it's men disgusting <laughs> to calibrate, <laughs> to calibrate. Oh, so good. <sighs> so that leads us to the final part of today's episode, mm. the lair of the shadow broker. The meat. The meat of the episode, yes. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Um, you head back to Ilium, and you talk to Liara, and you say, hey, Cerberus gave us some information about the Shadow Broker. Do you want it? And she's like, all but slobbering. And it's like, yeah, yes, are like, you kidding me? Fuck yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you're you basically like, oh, there's a bunch of inter- intercepted communications and blah, blah, blah. And so that, you know, you see these kind of messages going back and forth to the shadow broker. Um, and then you come across Farron, who is her doctor friend, mm-hmm. who was kidnapped by the shadow broker two years ago. Uh, and we talked about this last week a bit uh, where Liara had recovered Shepard's body um, with the help of Farron. Um, and then Farron basically sacrificed himself by letting himself get captured and then liara sold shepherd's body to cerberus um, i don't think she sold it did she so i uh, sold or gave i don't know she yeah i think she gave it to them yeah i don't um I and and when sell it. 
And when Courtney asks why, she says something to the effect of like the person I loved like had a chance to come back. So why mm -hmm. would be stupid not to take that? Like, would you yeah. rather me just leave you dead? And so then you're like, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> and, then she, and then she's like, but then it was two years and stuff happened and we're not the mm -hmm. same people anymore. And, you know, whatever. And then she's like, OK, well, meet me at my apartment and, you know, let's try and find the shadow broker mm -hmm. uh, via these communications. So she leaves uh, and then you go to her apartment and you arrive and there's police tape. And there's, <gasps> I almost called them C-Sec, but they're not C-Sec. They're just cops, I guess. Um, <laughs> Ilium and, cops. Yeah, Ilium cops. Um, Ilsec. Um, so <laughs> they're there. There's a crime that's happened. You're like, oh my gosh, there's a crime. Uh, and then Televisir, uh, who is a specter, you'll find mm -hmm. out very shortly. The sorry specter. A sorry specter, yes. Um, tells all the cops to leave and they're like, you can't tell us to do that. And she's like, I just did. <laughs> so then they just leave. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause I guess, you know, what the fuck are you supposed to say to a, a, a specter? And so then uh, they all leave uh, and she tells you, uh, Tella, Tella tells you that uh, somebody tried to shoot Liara, but she had kinetic shields or something. But yeah, biotic barriers, biotic barriers. Yeah. But the shots still she's made like, it through. She's paranoid, but yeah. it saved her. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, she's like, OK, well, you know, you know, Liara better than I do. So maybe, you know, look around, see if you can find anything uh, that'll point you in the right direction. Eventually, you find a picture of the Normandy, the original Normandy, and you pick it up and it's keyed to uh, Shepard's ID. So it switches to a picture of uh, a Prothean dig site. And as you're walking around, you realize that there are a couple of Prothean like artifacts just around her apartment, I guess, mm -hmm. which seems pretty interesting that they're not like in a museum or something or like <laughs> in a museum. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess. So Liara is an archaeologist. Ah, that is so. Fair, I guess I maybe they're on loan or sure. something. I don't they're know. They're just on display, though. It's they not like she has them on, like, display on a table. In her but anyway, so you check yeah. out all those, and one of them has, uh, you know, it, it like opens up a, a little shelf, and there is a uh, backup disc mm -hmm. in there, and you play it, and there is a conversation uh, with a guy named Sikat who works, uh, in the Dracon Trade Center for the Barrier Frontier. Uh, and you're like, okay, well, I guess that's where she is because, and, and you knew that there was a message for Shepard because, um, the like records or whatever showed that she stuck around for like four minutes before fleeing mm -hmm. her apartment, um, which like what records, but okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So then you, you arrive mean, like, security footage from outside, I guess, I guess. But then like, wouldn't yeah, whatever um, ring doorbell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you arrive at the barrier frontier uh, representatives office at the Drecon trade center and the office explodes the entire mm -hmm. it's three floors. I think of this building are all blown out. It is horrifying. Uh, people are like, like uh, thrown out the windows there are there are just like dead civilians around or like, injured civilians whatever mm -hmm. uh, i had Thane with me on this mission and he just looks up and goes this is problematic <laughs> uh it was very brought, astute. um oh my gosh so i as a bit brought jacob and samara i think on this mission sure. um <laughs> that was like, it'll be funny because they're both kind of boring um, I mean, not that Samara is like boring, but like in mission, she's boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it did not work out well for me because they have like basically the same skill set. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, yeah, because they're both biotics. So that yeah, was a struggle. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of biotics in this game. Like yeah. a lot of the uh, it's I was very I was, you know, I was just scrolling through just 
to to maybe mix up my mm-hmm. my like Garrus Morden duo, which I did this time. But Garrus you know, Morden is a good combo. I it's a good that combo. A lot in past playthroughs. I actually enjoyed having Miranda uh, on her loyalty mission as well. She's not terrible. Miranda Miranda is um, probably the best squad mate in the game. She really? just has a very versatile move set. Mm. I think she's a um, she's the one that's like part tech part biotic yeah 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 so like she her her obviously everybody's move set is limited to like three moves and then mm-hmm. four when you like you can unlock a fourth one during their after you do your their loyalty mission yeah um but it because of miranda's like tech and biotic abilities it just makes her extremely versatile yeah um yeah genetically engineered man genetically engineered to be perfect uh so there's an explosion thane correctly states this is problematic and we head inside and televisir's like go check it out i'll see if i can help the people out here help the people out here i don't know why that happened people uh help the people so you head inside and you make your way up and there are some eclipse mercenaries and as you make your way to sakat uh you see a scene of him being shot and then it it's like just him being shot. You don't know who sh- mm-hmm. shoots him. And then you see the seer shoot an eclipse Merc. And then we arrive and she's like, dang, if I only got here a second sooner, everything mm-hmm. would have been fine. Uh, and then like right after she says that, I was like, Oh, you know, whatever. We'll, we'll figure it out. Liara shows up and points a gun at Vasir and it's like she's working for the shadow broker <laughs> you're like oh mm-hmm. uh yeah, okay she's the one who tried to kill me yeah so you're like oh all right great so then there's you know uh basically uh, Vasir was using shepherd to to track liara down yep yep so she like ta- you know there's like this whole fight uh and and mm-hmm. shepherd tackles uh tella out the window <laughs> Uh, and then the rest of your squad makes it and she escapes and then you have to follow her. And then there is this sequence <laughs> uh, in a car, a hover. Oh, car, yeah. Which is uh, like cool uh, in concept. No, not in, not in practice. Not in practice. I, Mass Effect just has the worst vehicle. It should be illegal to put a vehicle in a Mass Effect game. It really should. Yeah. I mean, like, here's unless- the like. <laughs> Go ahead. Mm. Unless it's the little Normandy that you can fly around the galaxy map. That's the only oh, good that vehicle one, in this That game. one's good. Yeah, I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah, I, I, I did this one on stream and um, there was a lot of shit talking this sequence <laughs> as we were playing it. It's not um, good. Yeah. So you, you do that. You do some flying and then you uh, crash... You crash her car into a bridge. I don't care. I love it. But anyway, um, she gets out more Eclipse Merc show up. You do a bunch of shooting. Um, The place that you crash is this (laughs) like weird kind of brothel strip club thing. It's it's a hotel or Uh a a resort (laughs) called Azure. And Liara tells you uh, it's named after like a part of the Asari anatomy. Yeah. Um. It's a luxury resort with an exotic edge. Azure is slang for a part of the Asari body in some areas of Ilium. And then Shepard goes, where? And <laughs> Liara goes, mainly the lower reaches near the bottom. <laughs> and Shepard goes, no, I meant where on the Asari anatomy, not where on Ilium. And she says, yes, that's what I was so so did i i also meant that it's so dumb dude (laughs) it's it's really dumb it is pretty 
I I get a, a kick out of that. Oh goof. yeah, also, it's hilarious. Did you notice? Because you have this conversation. Did you see the what did what was it called? It's like lustful film or something. Oh yeah, lustful yes. video. It's called. Yeah. Um, did you notice that it it basically takes place in the red room from Twin Peaks? No, it's literally. Oh, I wish I could show it to you right now because I'm looking at it on my screen from my stream. It That's has fine. a chevron black and white floor, <laughs> red curtains everywhere, um, like a weird white statue, which I think is also a thing in oh the God. and everybody's sitting on black couches in this video. It's just the red room. That's so <laughs> like, funny. Why did they put this in here? That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So you make your way through that. You find Vasir and you're like, why did you do this? And she says, well, you know, specters benefit from having information and the shadow broker has the best information. So if he needs me to off people every once in a while, I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> and for once, uh, I did not have enough Paragon or Renegade to do I those options. Either. I didn't either. I I wish I had realized um, there are certain missions in this game that it's recommended you don't play until you've uh, until sure. later in the game so that you build up your your Paragon Renegade points. Sure. Yeah, this is one of them. Interesting. But oh well. What happens if you talk her down? Oh, I don't know. Probably oh, okay. nothing. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> w- w- sorry. Which part are we at? The uh, I think it's right after you fight her. Or no, it's right before you fight her. She she talks. She says that, like, you know, I'm I'm working for him because he gives me information. Oh, we skipped over the part where she takes a hostage. Oh, we did. That's yeah. the part with the. Yeah. So she Sorry. she as you're you chase her sort of like around this resort and she passes by like a restaurant and grabs a, a waitress mm-hmm. and like holds a gun to her head. And it's basically like, you know, fuck off, Shepard. There's, you know, I'm going to kill this, whatever. Um, And yeah, there's like a a, like charm check, charm or intimidate check, I guess, um, Mm -hmm. as it was called in the original game, where like you could, if you have enough Paragon or Renegade points, you can like convince her to, I don't know, unhand the yeah whatever Um, (laughs) or, you know, intimidate her into doing it or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I did not have enough points. You did not yeah. have enough points. Yeah. Jin <laughs> took the Renegade yeah? approach, oh, no. which was um, injuring the the hostage yeah. so that uh, Westerface would let her go. Yeah. No, um, we uh, we unloaded our clips and stuff and then and then she let the, the lady go. And then I think Liara just fucking <laughs> throws her across the room with a biotic because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like what? Um, I in mine the the waitress is like what the fuck you shot me and jen is like it's better than being dead <laughs> okay Jesus. i hope she has um, health insurance fuck dude uh so then yeah, there's this whole fight this fight is actually pretty cool her her moveset is really interesting she has this like biotic warp or whatever where she can like mm-hmm. throw herself across various locations on the map uh and then there's three waves of mercy or like automated guns between that as well uh so then you kill her and that's pretty much it. She's like, I can't believe like this was a stupid decision. I, w- I you should have let me kill you because the shadow broker gives valuable information or something. I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. what it is. She's very mean. Well, she, she um, she like guilts you a little bit. She's like, you know, you're like, oh, I can't believe you would do this. And she's like, the shadow broker oh, gives yes. me valuable information that helps me perform my duties as a specter to like 
protect the galaxy. And like, who the fuck are you to talk working with Cerberus? I yeah. looked into like files on Cerberus. Um, let me see if I can find the line actually, because um, sure. he says you, you ditched the council and came back working for terrorists. Do you have any idea what Cerberus has done? And uh, Jin was like, well, somebody had to look out for human interests. And she's like, I read the files uh, like Cerberus kidnapped kids for biotic death camps. It killed Alliance admirals for asking Mm. questions. uh, And you're with them. Don't you dare judge me. Don't you? And then she dies. Yeah, it's good. Uh, So, yeah, she dies. And then uh, you're walking back to the ship uh, with Liara because you're going to go to the Shadow Broker's lair. And Liara says, like... She's like, it's just like you to always be here to help. And Shepard's like, is that a bad thing? Like, what? And then she basically says, like, you know, I uh, explains this whole thing of like, before I met you, like, I was kind of a self-sufficient person and then whatever. And then when you rescued me uh, from the Geth, I just like sat there and watched you fight this this Krogan warlord Mm -hmm. for me. But then you disappeared for two years and I had to like become my own person and like look out for myself and all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then I think this is where the line is where it's like, it's been two years. We're not, we're different people now or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. which is good and makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are a few Paragon interrupts here. I'm trying to remember. I think if you romance her, one of them might be like you kissing her. I don't remember. I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I missed it just cause it was too fast. So it's, yeah, they're really fast. I, I just, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so then, uh, we head to the shadow brokers lair, which is fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, it's so cool. It's so cool from, from, from beginning to end. So you arrive in this like lightning storm outside this one planet and it's like, mm-hmm. You know, I I think it's Liara explains to you, like, the reason that it's here is because it's impossible for, like, radar to pick up on this part of the storm Mm -hmm. because this planet uh, is, like, really hot during the day. And then in, like, two seconds, once the sun sets, everything snap freezes. So there's, like, a constant lightning storm happening Mm -hmm. at that, like, meeting point. And that is where the Shadowbroker ship is hidden. Um, just like constantly driving through this lightning storm. It's fucking sick. It's mm-hmm. so metal. That's awesome. It's, um, it's very cool. Yeah. So you, you pull up and you, you hop out of the ship onto the, you know, outside of the ship and you basically have to fight your way down the length of the ship, uh, to then get inside, uh, mm-hmm. via some hacking. Um, and there are like <laughs> lightning rods that you can shoot that will discharge and then knock out people, which is very fun. This was actually mm-hmm. really hard not like I, I didn't have I didn't have to redo anything, but it was just like a lot. And I like ran out of ammo at one point. Like, oh, wow. I, I don't know if I just like wasn't running over the like ammo pickups close enough. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it was just a longer kind of sequence. Uh, yeah. You know, like fight sequence than than normal. So I like I actually <laughs> felt like, oh, God, like this is a big thing. Yeah, there are there are some missions in the trilogy where like they just don't give you enough ammo. Um yeah. One of the last missions in this game always gives me trouble in that respect. <laughs> sure. But um, I think also sometimes the game glitches and doesn't drop, drop ammo yeah. from, yes. from like certain enemies. Definitely. There are just moments sometimes where I'm like, I definitely killed like a bunch of enemies here and there should be ammo laying around and there yeah. just isn't. 
It's so interesting because like the you pick up one clip and it's it's it fills it's like mm-hmm. 160 fills everything shots. yeah like okay this is interesting um but yeah yeah I think that's what was happening there I like killed a bunch of guys and only like one of them dropped a thing mm-hmm. which is all I needed but also it was like man this is rough yeah the fighting is 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 very cool this whole this whole mission is really mm-hmm. cool like even the Ilium stuff to now is like awesome and then this ship specifically is also really cool yeah. Um, so as you fight your way through, yeah, you find it reminiscent of, uh, fighting on the Citadel in yes, the first game. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Except this it's... time there is gravity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You step out. I was expecting some sort of like magnet thing moment. Um, yeah. and there wasn't one, which is unfortunate, but whatever. Yeah. Someone, someone in chat was like, is this like a magnet boots or like artificial gravity? And I, I was like, no, this is like, this is in the atmosphere of a planet. So there yeah. is natural gravity, but, yeah. um, yeah, it is. Very cool. It's sick. So then you've reached this door that Liara has to hack open and you have to go through five waves of guys in order for mm-hmm. it to hack open. And one line in this one line in this bit is like, man, stuff was easier when we could just throw Omnigel at it. Yeah. <laughs> which is a poking fun at the original Mass Effect where you could just do so everything funny. by throwing Omnigel at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Liara is like, yeah, a lot of people were upset about that, uh, like upgrade <laughs> to this, like general upgrade to all systems, you know, mm-hmm. galaxy wide or whatever. It's just so funny. You know, just, you know, game design jokes um yeah so then you make your way into the lair uh and there is more shooting to be done also very cool because i think you know this is dlc so this came out i don't know how long after the game dropped that this came out but it seems like they were really trying to get away from the like oh there's a bunch of boxes falling over so that will be your cover like your only cover in this mission really is like the doorways um, yeah i actually I, I actually kind of don't like that about this no? mission it yeah it kind of annoys me how hard it is to get cover i mean i, I get that but i also I, I don't know i just think in terms of like the ludo narrative dissonance of it all i think it's really great it's a better like probably a better as a shooter but I'm a little sure. baby and I sure. don't really care about that part. And so, um, yeah, yeah that's fair <laughs> it, enough. it mostly annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, you do some shooting, you, you make your way to the like prison bay area or whatever, and you find Farron, uh, and he's strapped up, you know, like all, all limbs spread out, hooked up to this machine. And Liara's like, let me get you out of there. And he's like, wait, no. And then gets electrocuted, mm-hmm. uh, because it, he anything it seems like the the system is set up so that anything you do will end up with him being electrocuted mm-hmm. um so so you basically just have to turn the power off in order for him to get out uh and he says the only way to turn the power off is to go to the lair of the shadow broker mm-hmm. <gasps> so then you do and this is actually, sorry the, the, not to i don't want to gloss over the Farron conversation too too quickly but like you know, he's been locked up here for two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for him it's to like see anybody constant pain. Yeah. He's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're here. Like, please, please, please save me. Holy shit. Um, mm-hmm. So so then, you know, you make I think your way. Liara also mentions like this, this whole thing that he's hooked up to is specifically designed to like keep him alive, mm-hmm. but in pain. like tortured. Yeah. 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 It's fucking horrifying. Brutal. Yeah. So then you head into the lair of the Shadow Broker, Mm -hmm. and it is this huge... It's exactly what I wanted it to be. It's this (laughs) giant open room with a single desk in it, Mm -hmm. and there is just this gigantic man sitting behind this desk. Mm -hmm. And I say man, but I really mean like kind of like humanoid fish, like deep sea 
thing um he's got like 10 eyes like five mm-hmm. on each side he's got this kind of i don't know how to describe it's it like it's not a like triangle yeah mouth. like it's like, like it's he, his his lips form a triangle like if they were to open and he has horns like a tiefling yeah he does have horns like a tiefling and he also has little uh i don't know if you saw the little fins on his neck uh like a like yeah. a triton if we're going with more D races <laughs> um so uh it's sick absolutely amazing uh and and when you run in he's like uh hello you're not gonna like you should just mm-hmm. leave because there's no it's pointless for you to be here yeah blah blah he blah, says blah, I'm, blah. I'm looking at it now and he goes it's pointless to challenge me i know your every secret while you fumble in the dark yeah and liara is like oh fucking try me how about this you're a yog you're a pre-space flight species quarantined to their home world for massacring the council's first contact teams this base is older than your planet's discovery, which probably means you killed the original Shadow Broker 60 years ago, then took over. I'm guessing you were taken from your world by a trophy hunter who wanted a slave or a or pet. Or a pet. And it zooms in on her face when she says that. <laughs> she goes, how am I doing? Oh, and and then he like, gets yeah. so pissed off. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's like a beat of like silence. And mm-hmm. then he stands up and he's like nine feet tall yeah. or something. He's huge. He's like Krogan wide, even wider, yeah. actually. Bigger, yeah. Um, and flips his desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flips his desk, screams, like mm-hmm. like fully opens his mouth. When you've been talking to him previously, his mouth was like barely moving. He's like, I have the upper hand, blah, blah, blah. And then he like yells, like roars. Um, mm-hmm. and then takes out this like fucking Tommy gun or whatever the shit, yeah. um, and just starts blasting away. So then there are three rounds of, of shooting here. Uh, the first round you shoot him and then you get his barrier and his armor down and he puts up this shield. <laughs> yeah. He has this very special shield that like blocks any biotics, any like tech, anything, any bullets. So, so Liar's like, you should punch him. <laughs> and then, and Shepard's like, okay. And so all right just walk up and you fucking clock this 10 foot monster in the face uh, and it Shepard works says something like oh i'll have to do this the old-fashioned way yeah yeah and like like gets like oh, the, you yeah know, he like cracks his knuckles and goes then we'll do this the hard way yeah like henry yeah. cable uh mission impossible like loads <laughs> loads his biceps charging you know? the biceps yeah. yeah like fucking god <laughs> um so you punch him and the shield goes down and then phase two he has like a big shield that you need to yeah get around the back of him or like shoot a singularity at him that'll like set him off balance a bit so that you can yeah shoot his body unfettered and then yeah I, being being an infiltrator in this mission mm. is great because I just go invisible and he focuses on Liara and then I can oh, go behind him and interesting yeah um the old shooty shooty yeah so then you get him down again and he puts the shield up and you punch him and Liara's like next time you get a shield up I have a plan and then mm-hmm. you go okay and so then you do it again <laughs> and you shoot him and then the shield comes up and then she does some biotic something I. D- I don't understand what I truly don't know what it is. So it looks like above the like like the the thing that is lighting this area Mm -hmm. looks like a pool of lightning or something like it looks like it's taking the lightning from the storm and like putting it in this cool light fixture or something. Uh, And Liara like breaks it on top of him or like that's what's powering his shield. It's really unclear exactly what goes on. Yeah, I want to maybe I can I want to see if maybe the the wiki explains it oh sure 
On Shepard's cue, Liara brings down the electrified liquid in the tank above yeah. the broker. Okay. The liquid causes the broker's barrier to malfunction and explode from an extreme overload, destroying the shadow broker for good. It's so odd, but I mean, it's yeah, cool. it's like it, it's it's not well explained, really. No, um, at all. But, but it looks very cool. Yeah, as long as Liara knows what she's doing, you know, I trust. Yeah. Her. Yeah. Um, so like he explodes in this like huge flash of white light. And then my notes here are just, oh, my God, no way, no way, no way. Liara, <laughs> no way. Ha 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 ha. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so then. <laughs> so the shadow broker explodes and then all of a sudden, you know, the, the power goes out for a second. Mm hmm. We see Farron in his in his cage. The power goes out for like literally like a yeah. half a second. It flashes and to black gets. and then he is gone, which is right. so fucking sick. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the power comes back on. And in the lair, all of these kind of distress beacons go off of like, mm -hmm. hey, are we good? We kind of just lost connection for a second. What's going on? Is everybody still yeah. there? Like, it's like like connections from like all over the galaxy are reporting in like Shadow Broker. Is everything OK? Like, Yeah. yeah. What's up? What's happening? What's Our going on? Our connection was disrupted, whatever. And as this is happening, you know, you see Liara walk up to the computer and like stand there for a second and then hit a button and, and says like, this is the shadow broker. Everything's fine. Continue work as normal. I want to report by by, you know, next universal dawn or whatever the fuck mm -hmm. time is here. Solar. She says next solar dawn or something, which yeah. is like, what? which solar <laughs> it's 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 greenwich mean time you know it's like yeah, whatever so. <laughs> whatever the galaxy clocks are set to and then and then everything goes green and mm -hmm. everything's fine and liara is the new shadow broker yeah. which is so fucking yeah sick, dude. and she's like this is not what i came here to do but <sighs> like the this could be so helpful imagine all the we could like apply the shadow broker's you know, uh, resources to actually doing some good in the world. Mm -hmm. And I can like help you with your mission against the Reapers. I guess Liara has never heard the adage. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we'll see how that goes in Mass Effect 3, I guess. She's a very good girl. It'll be fine. Sure. Um, I also want to say before this like whole cutscene ends, we see Farron running through Mm -hmm. the hallway with a gun and he like runs into the room right after Liara, you know, does her whole shadow broker thing and like points a gun at her. And I, I was sure that he was going to fucking like shoot mm -hmm. her um, because he didn't realize like that we had saved the day or whatever. Uh, he doesn't. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. Um, but the drama was there, which I love. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> um, uh, and so then there's just, you know, you talk a little bit about this implications of this, you know, using it for good and blah, blah, blah. And then this is where there is a Paragon like interrupt option, which I thought would be like a kiss, which I was not ready mm -hmm. to do. Um, mm -hmm. so I didn't do it. That's, 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 pr that's it. That's the mission. Yeah. It's yeah. a fucking good mission. It's a good mission. So much fun. Such a good ending. And I, I just love, I love Liara's like arc here. I I love she starts out and she is like so naive and so kind of like, you know, back in Mass Effect one. Mm -hmm. Also, sorry, Ringo's asking to go outside a thing he did two hours ago. He's fine. <laughs> um, he's he probably just wants to lay in the sun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, you know, when you start out, Liara feels like a very young character and like, she has this like kind of like crush on Shepard mm -hmm. and it's just she she feels very young to me, which is always mm -hmm. why I feel weird about doing the Liara romance. Mm. Um, 
and you know like she she is clearly like extremely clever but just like hasn't really like found her her footing yet yeah and you come back after two years and find that she is like so worldly so much so that she's like threatening people on the phone you know and so focused on on this this mission to like get revenge on the shadow broker and like mm-hmm. get get her friend back mm-hmm. and so by the end of this to have her like like in such a powerful position but still being true to herself and like i like i'm doing this because like it has the capacity to do a lot of good yeah which is you know it's interesting to think about in the the sort of like grand scheme of of the game which we will talk about a lot in the future sure but um yeah i i just i i love this arc for her i feel like her she really comes into her own as a character in this game in the first game there is this uncomfortable kind of like uh she's just like this you know like kind of youngish like alien romance option yeah. male gazy kind of like the whole asari race is is yeah. male gazy it's uh, so interesting that they comment on that and then sub- subsequently lean into it as well <laughs> i can't believe that people think asari are here just to bang here's an asari for you to just bang i i tweeted about this this week but i i got the uh mass effect art book mm um <laughs> there's so much every every female character is like we wanted to combine sexiness with like xyz part of her Jesus character when Christ. we were coming up with her design God. and the asari especially it's like you know we wanted them to be hot and fuckable <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> God. but yeah I, I i just i love this arc for liaro where she she stops just being this like I don't know, kind of like idealized, like, hey, did you ever want a fucking alien? Here she is. And <laughs> she looks pretty much like a human, so it's not that she's weird. Blue. Aren't you into that? Um, you nerds like this, don't you? Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, everybody's like, I need to fuck Garris. Um, <laughs> Let me fuck the Beetle Man. Give me the the bird man. <laughs> so to see her character actually yeah. grow up and and uh, be in such a position of like strength and power and um I don't know it I I just love it so much I love Liara basically from this moment forward in the games like <sighs> she's my best friend I love her. It's been two years, Shepard. We're different people, you know. <laughs> it's like yeah it. it <laughs> I, I I don't know. I love thinking about that because like it's true, but also she really is still herself. Like she oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. more than I think she knows. Right. Yeah. The fact yeah. that she's immediately like we can do good with this. Think of all the like, you know, all the good. It's I the Prothean do. ruins all over again. You mm-hmm. know, if we just had access to the Prothean knowledge, we could do good. It's the right. same thing. You know? Yeah, it's good. That's it's great stuff. Amazing character. Yeah. Well, I love Liara so much. Do you think you're going to romance her again? I didn't close the door all the way um, because right after this, I didn't go back to the Normandy because you had told me that you got forced into a story mission right after this. So I didn't head back to the Normandy yet. I, did. I, I mean, it was, it, you could have, it's, oh, it, well. it's just sort of, it's one of those things where it's like, if you try to go to the, um, the galaxy map to go mm-hmm. somewhere, it's like the elusive man wants to see you. Oh. Um, so you like can only go oh, and do that to okay. to proceed in the game okay so we'll pick up on that next week cool 
Um, but I did do some poking around of the Shadow Broker's lair, uh, yeah. which is just so it's very cool, but also fucking hilarious. Yeah, I will say I didn't do this yet, um, which I've obviously done it in the past, but there's like so much detail in there. Yeah. So we can talk about it now, but I might bring up other stuff next week. If, yeah. After I do it, there's like more stuff. That I'm I not going to I'm not going to touch on a lot of it. I'm just going to just like the general gen- generalities mm-hmm. of it. Um, so you walk in and, you know, Liara is at the it's a it's an awesome tableau seeing yeah. Liara standing in front of this fucking humongous screen. Um, it rules. Um there is like there's this like vi that'll follow you around and just like kind of say stuff i don't know that's that mm-hmm. part's kind of weird um yeah but there it's is... a it's like a sort of like helper drone thing yeah. that the shadow broker had that like <laughs> now that he's gone it thinks everybody is the shadow broker which so is <laughs> really so cute there's a later bit where you can talk to uh Farron, who is still here mm-hmm. and uh he keeps it keeps calling him shadow broker and he's like i wish you would stop doing that he's like what are you talking about shadow broker when you first <laughs> when you first got me you said this default personality and everything was fine um it's just so funny um but so you walk into this room and then to the left there is a console that says dossiers and mm-hmm. i thought oh neat maybe some more information just like about the dossiers or maybe i can look at the dossiers again because once you fulfill mm-hmm. it you can't like read the the little bit of lore that was there when you mm-hmm. you know when you before you fulfilled the dossier uh but i was wrong it is just information and private correspondences mm-hmm. from every every squad mate and also the uh, the captain of the csec that you talked to at the citadel captain bailey also uh commander hackett also uh captain anderson? whatever anderson um and whatever well no captain my no, dad. No, no captain or whatever his title is now anderson yeah. <laughs> uh counselor captain or counselor anderson and the previous shadow broker uh mm-hmm. and actually not just the previous shadow broker just the shadow broker so all of the squad stuff is pretty it's just mostly jokes with like a couple of things thrown in there. But like you can see everybody's like Internet history. Miranda's trying to like arrange like online dates to meet up with people. Yeah. It's very silly. Miranda's on uh, fucking Raya trying to meet up. Yeah. Um, uh, Kasumi writes a haiku that ends with Jacob is perfect. Um, Morden has like he has <laughs> Morden has. um it's it's a list of his like academic credits like papers he's co-written on or whatever and then a list of his production credits which is a part of morden <laughs> i have not encountered yet but the fact that or but but a, a part of morden that i know exists uh which mm-hmm. is that he loves the theater and, um, and that may be post loyalty mission that you okay. get that conversation okay yeah uh so it, you know it has all the roles he's played in these various you know community theater you know galaxy theater thing mm-hmm. it's very very good uh there's a whole thing on thane like from his doctors that says thane should continue to wear loose clothing that leaves his chest uncovered to prevent moisture buildup that could worsen the problem um yes which is very definitely flat. uh can wow. you ringo ringo feels very strongly about this very too. strongly about the boob window grunt is just has a whole bunch of searches for things um grunt is just trying to get information but almost everything he searches is misspelled and you can also <laughs> see when he types something in and then he erases it and types in something new uh and so he looks for like you know or not rest or not rex and tachanka but he spells tachanka wrong then erases it and then spells it right um then he looks up tyrannosaurus rex spelled wrong but rex is w-r-e-x and then that's erased (laughs) and then he looks up 
earth lizard rex because he couldn't spell tyrannosaurus so i assume there was no autofill uh it, and then it never occurred to me until this moment ringo please that he he is like is there some connection like <laughs> that yeah. never occurred to me before <laughs> uh and then his final search is just dinosaurs uh, <laughs> Uh, and then he downloaded a whole bunch of audiobooks uh, and listened to like 2% of, of some, I'm sure it's some some bit, I'm just not getting it. He listened to 2% of one book, he listened to 100% of The Sun Also Rises, 100% of Old Man in the Sea, and then searches sharks. <laughs> Afterwards. It's just so funny. Uh, when I told Kim this in our chat, she said, look at our little reader. It's <laughs> really good. I'm so proud of him. Uh, yeah, so proud of him. Um, but then the thing that's like actually interesting in here is the shadow broker logs so basically there are logs from the shadow broker to whatever his second in command's like name is i forget what it is and the second in command is like you know i don't know if it's if it was a good idea to like take this yog off this planet like their species is mm-hmm. really they're like as aggressive as the krogans but learn as fast as the salarians uh so they're like really dangerous so i think maybe we should kind of just cut our losses and and let this, let this kid loose wow. uh then there's a message follow-up from the shadow broker to everyone that says no longer contact this person they are cut out of of the whatever uh like so there is no more second in command all all of these you know everything now comes to me mm-hmm. um and then there's another one or, or no sorry sorry that's the third one the second one is uh this person has been replaced by the yog that we that we rescued and then the third message is nobody talk to him we're cutting the yog off and he's he's dangerous he knows too much if you see him you have to kill him and then the final message is disregard my last message everything mm-hmm. is fine let's uh, check in by the next solar su- su- solar sunrise <laughs> which is just so yeah. interesting that's so really good cool. storytelling really really good oh. um but man there's so much there's so much shit in there. I spent like a full 40 minutes just like going through everybody's stuff. Mm-hmm. It was God. I mean, it's fun. It's fun. There's a lot of fun stuff to read, but geez, Louise. Yeah, that's that's why I didn't end up doing it because yeah. I was on stream at the time and I was like, if I start this, it's going to be like so long. So. Yeah. Yeah. There's one um, from Anderson from his ex-wife or whatever that's like, hey, your son graduated the academy today. Like, are you are we going to see you? Like, what's what's happening? Or, you know, I don't know if it's son or if it's like whatever. But are we sure that that's him or is that bailey i'm pretty sure it was anderson it could have been bailey it could, it could be anderson i just know that bailey also has an ex-wife and kids bailey also has an ex yeah bailey like fully says like ex-wife uh anderson's is like hey david just checking in like how are you doing mm-hmm. the, this person graduated it was very nice when are we gonna see you again it's like less like you know x x situation yeah. it's just like we as your family miss you so maybe it is just like current current family i don't know i don't think anderson is married because at some point, Anderson kind of has a girlfriend. Oh, interesting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so yeah. that's it. That's everything. Yep. We've done it. Good. Good game. Look, if this was... So this is a DLC mission, The Lair of the Shadow Broker, mm-hmm. and it came with Mass Effect Legendary Edition, yeah. uh, which I have on my Xbox Series S. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, if I had to pay... I don't know, $10, however much that DLC was, I would feel like that's worth $10. Yeah. I would feel like it's, that was $10 of mission. It's really wild because this is such a good DLC and there are a number of other DLCs in this game that are absolute trash. Firewalker is just awful. You have to drive the hammerhead, which is just <laughs> a, another nightmare vehicle from yeah. the mines of Bioware. And 
Overlord, which uh, we will simply not be talking about because neither of us wants to play it. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess maybe uh, we can go ahead and link that article. Yeah, I was going to say we'll put there's Um, a there's a vice piece on this entire DLC uh, as it was in the original and how it stayed in Legendary Edition and why Mm -hmm. that is a problem and why that whole mission is bad and should have been changed or completely erased. Yeah. Um, So that'll be in the the, show the TLDR is that there are some like stereotypical and offensive, n- not only in the portra- portrayal, but also in the like sort of relishing of violence against um, an autistic character. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it's, it's, uh, I mentioned last week, like sometimes this game both sides a little too hard mm. and this mission actually gives you, um, the ability to allow some very heinous shit to to yeah. continue at the end of that mission. Yeah. That is just like we shouldn't be legitimizing this in any way whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and so that I think is we're not going to be playing Overlord. That is, I think, the last you'll hear about it from us unless mm. it's just me sort of shading it later in, <laughs> in the season. Sure. But yeah, I... Th- it's just wild the highs and lows of DLC <laughs> in this game. Yeah. Um with Overlord being I think the absolute worst thing in any Mass Effect game. Sure. Uh, so the 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 link to the Waypoint Vice article by uh M Wesley Alvi Alvi uh will be in the show notes. Uh it's a good read um that really mm-hmm. kind of describes the like t- awfulness of this entire mission. Uh it's called Mass Effect 2 Overlord should have stayed in 2010. Um yeah that's that's that mission but um yeah but otherwise um that is that is it for this episode of the podcast yeah we've done it again um (laughs) (laughs) uh, oh my god they did it again they did it again (laughs) they keep doing it um so next week there will be at least one more story mission as well as some other stuff keep an eye on our twitter if you would like to follow the show on twitter we are at async pod if you like our uh art you can follow Scout uh, on Twitter and Ko-Fi, Co- Coffee, whatever. The art is really good. Scout's a joy to work with. Uh, also, if you like our music, that's from uh, Amaranthin, uh, who also just released a new album uh, called Cool Jams. Uh, it's a nice little cool album. Cool Jams is full of bangers. It's full of bangers. I, I've been pitching it to people as uh, if you like Louis Zong, if you like some of the music in Undertale, or if you kind of just like like beepy boopy kind of like party fun music. Those are all the, the ways I would kind of pitch it. It's fun. It's good, and you should get it. Uh, we'll link to uh, the Bandcamp in the show notes as well. If you want to join the community Discord, that's the worst garbage dot online, where you can find the links to all of that stuff. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm at AJ Falleri. I am at Okimmies. Uh, I'm streaming this on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Okimmies. Come hang, it's fun. <laughs> the streams are good. I've only watched a few of them because uh, sometimes you play before I do or yeah. you know, whatever. Um, but they're good. They're fun vibes. The the people hanging out in chat. Sometimes, are just, sometimes there's also just spoilers. <laughs> there's also just spoilers generally, yeah. Um, and I like to keep myself unspoiled for Mass Effect because I had a lot of stuff in Mass Effect 1 spoiled that I thought was like late series stuff and so I'm excited to find out what the real late series stuff is. Oh yeah. Um, uh, so I don't want to I don't want to get accidentally spoiled on any of that stuff. Uh, so anyway uh, yeah follow Kim on Twitch and follow the show and both of us on Twitter if you would like. We will be back next week. 
Kim, do you have any final words for us today? I do. I do. Um, and this is directed at uh, our wonderful listeners and also Ringo, who will not stop crying. He's crying. Uh, listen, it's way too soon. I know this isn't love, but I need to tell you something. I really, 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 really like you. I'm going to go let the dog out. <laughs> okay. Uh, bye. bye, everybody. I'll see you next week. The worst garbage, the online.